0: Episode 170, dated Friday the 24th of September 2010, 50 Games in 50 Weeks.
1: Their names are Alex
2: Shaw and Tony Adkins.
3: Alex and Tony from Digital Cowboys. Together they are the Digital Cowboys. Our friends, the Digital Cowboys. Digital Cowboys. Digital Cowboys. Dynamic duo of dynamite podcasters that deliver a show of divine quality each and every week. We just recorded, uh, with the Digital Cowboys. Yes. Right before this. Fun times. Two very, very swell chaps. The Digital Cowboys. Digital Cowboys. Digital Cowboys. I just recently appeared on the Digital Cowboys podcast. The Digital Cowboys. They're British. It was fun times because they're British. (laughs) And they had the sexy accents. It's true.
2: In-depth gaming discussion. With special guests and interesting questions. That's an interesting question.
0: This week, I'm hosting rather than Alex. (laughs) (laughs) So many of you people will be going, what the hell is going on? But it's going to be an unusual show for you you guys out there. Um, I am indeed in the host seat. Alex is in the interview seat or interviewee
2: seat it's a very hot seat
0: This it has had many a famous people in right so why are we here why why have we had role reversals well as I just said 50 games in 50 weeks many people would have heard Alex doing this over the, the last year just under a year, year. Yeah, year. Um, and this was Alex playing 50 games over a 50 week period or completing more or precisely completing 50 games over a 50 week period and this is the show where we're going to dive into that and find out How that experience was.
2: Fire away, sir. Right, Sir Alex.
0: <laughs> That's just how our, it feels interesting yeah. thank you it's great to be back and i find it really odd interviewing you because yeah. I, I, I don't speak to you like that. anyway so alex why this project what what made you want to start 50 games in 50 weeks or more precisely complete 50 games in 50 weeks
2: you got to look at where i was last year mid-october so the the good triple a games we've just started coming out because we've got reach right now so um uh, and it would have been a long, hot, boring summer with some great summer of arcade games and a couple of other bits and bobs. But I was, I was completely exhausted and I didn't really feel that hot about games. So I thought, well, I've got to reinvigorate myself. I've got to, you know, try something, get a challenge going or something. And, and also, my pile of shame was piled up to the ceiling.
0: Mm, I remember talking about that.
2: Yeah, we did a whole, I don't think we did an h- episode, but I definitely wrote some stuff about the pile of shame and just working out how we, Actually, no, we did talk about it on the episode. Just that All of these games that I'd started but not complete, I've still got some. Like The Darkness I started but didn't complete a year ago, and I still bloody got it. I haven't... I never... Oh. So I just thought I've got to get something to kick my ass into gear and to actually get me playing some of these things. So I thought um, if I set myself a kind of non non-specific challenge that basically just says get some of this stuff done but it also will fit in with the games that I'll be playing in the next year anyway and it all feels like something to aim for feel like something of achievement and just to just to grease the wheels effectively give me, give me some incentive and also uh, it's, it, it was a way to basically make me... Um explore different games, because I didn't just want to end up playing the same th- sort of thing over and over again. I thought, well, you know, maybe I'll play different genres. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll test myself and, and step outside my comfort zone.
0: So, for people that haven't been following this on the forum, because, I mean, obviously this has been going over the, the last year, you kind of describe what the project was. I mean, let's dig a little deeper. What really made you want to do this? Because, I mean, this is actually quite a, a difficult task i mean you mm. actually start thinking about it it's like we all play games a lot of us complete games mm-hmm. um but when you really start to narrow it down and saying well i'm going to complete a game every single week yeah um so what obviously there was some i remember having the conversation with you You just feeling like you weren't beating games you were yeah. just kind of renting them getting five ten well maybe two or three hours into them and then just
2: and then just sending them back, back. yeah it, it, well, that was one of the main reasons. I basically felt that I wasn't getting the most out of my games, and I wasn't really experiencing games. I was getting very good at starting games and not finishing them. Yeah. Same as I'm kind of good at starting projects and not finishing them. Um, but I thought, no, this is something I can do, and if I make it as public as possible, then I can't really back out of it, and I can't go off oh, sod it. Sometimes that's not a good idea, do you? And because also I set the perimeters so loosely... That I thought, well, you know, there will be ways to actually complete games without actually having to spend 70 hours on these things. So, um, okay. uh, when I started, I thought, well, because of that, maybe I should make it 100 games. Thank Christ, <laughs> I did not.
0: I remember saying to you at the time, I said, "That's actually going to be quite a hard task." Because, yeah. like when we, we were doing the uh, the achievement challenge, mm. so I'll set ourselves that goal with what I think it was 5,000 24 hours. Oh yeah, sure, we're going to hit that. Yeah, and you know, we did. We went past that but i remember at the time saying well calm down because at one stage we were saying oh 10, yeah. yeah
2: it wasn't in the end actually it wasn't really the points it was the weight of hours that one yeah it was Yeah, it was all right
0: so so you you've set yourself a challenge so what were the parameters for you know for, what were your personal parameters because this was for nobody else. This was just your own personal goals so so what were your like it has to be completed by this time, or it has to be a certain game completed?
2: Right, uh, well, the parameters were, were this. I wrote down these as the basic rules when I started this one on the day. Uh, starting Saturday, 3rd of October 2009, I will play 50 games to completion within 50 weeks, by which I mean watch the end credits after completing on normal mode. I have to complete my 50th game by midnight on Saturday, the 18th of September 2010. Um, I can't think of any games in hit now... I can't think of any games that I just completed on easy. I, I think around that time I was like, right, I'm going to stop. That was it. That was the other thing, actually. I've been, been doing so many games on easy and just, just to get through them um, that I thought, no, it's, I'm not really. Like, I finished Bioshock on easy and I felt like, that's really not giving me what I needed out of that game. So I played Bioshock 2 on normal and it was a lot better as an experience. So I think basically that was it was another thing to basically make me do it on normal. Uh, and, uh, but, yeah, it was, it was basically a way of, of just saying, look, you know, it, it's pretty obvious when a game is over. They, they, you know, most games have other stuff you can do in it, but the actual solo, single player stuff is, it, there, there's an end sequence, there's a, there's a bit that you do at the end. And, uh, I just figured, well, if I've done that, then I might, the, the option's still there to go back to them, like Grand Theft Auto 4, for example, there's huge amounts of extra stuff to do roaming around, but, um, it, there's, there, there's then reason to move on and do other games as well. Just to get stuff cleared and move it off my plate.
0: So was one of your... I remember you talking at the time it was like, well, I'm going to complete one game a week. And I was like, well, why don't you complete two or three games a week and give yourself a bit of a barrier? Did yeah. you end up sticking just to a singular game a week or was it... You know, a, a, what a s-
2: <laughs> to start with, in uh, last October, November, December, obviously you got a huge amount of, of AAA huge games coming out, and um, I can only get so many on my rental list at any one point, um, and they're, they're, they're pretty long, most of them. They're at least like The average game is at least 10 hours long, mm-hmm. and I've got also a family, and at the time I had a, a job that was eating my uh, time, and sanity and, um, a child to basically support and, and the podcast to do and all kinds of other stuff to do on the side. And, uh, I just didn't have the time to do more than one a week. One a week was just a good way of gauging, you know, if I've done six weeks and six games, then I'm on track. If I've done six weeks and two games, then I need to maybe step up my game.
0: Yeah, but see, you should have done six games in two weeks and then well ahead.
2: (laughs) I didn't have the time. It's that simple. Um, but it, the other thing was that around that time, I wasn't playing much games at all. And uh, I was rationalizing that, oh, well, I've got all these other things to deal with. Maybe I can just sort of marginalize game time. And it was another good way of, of saying, look, no, I actually have to get these done. You know, honey, the challenge.
0: Uh, it's an interesting conversation we've had on the podcast, I think, over that that current year. of And it's something, something I've always been very passionate about is the way that people just play games now and don't complete them you know we live in such a rental kind of industry and mm. second hand industry and, and games are becoming cheaper and cheaper all the time mm. although many people disagree with that I, I still say you know you can pick up
2: then how many legendary editions you pick up (laughs)
0: yeah well i mean but you can go into shops now and buy like four 360 games for 20 pounds so you know so people end up with these huge libraries and and don't spend the time in them and i mean that's that's a shame so i i I remember being well behind you with this and saying well i think personally i'm probably going to complete over that that year probably 25 or 30 games myself because that's the kind of person i am Mm. but I, i don't know if i want to be put under that kind of pressure to to have it done
2: but well it is extra stress and it is extra pressure and i mean you're wondering enough of that anyway with a full-time job that chews your life away for six days a week and you kind of have to snatch the game time that you've got but um
0: more and more precious though
2: yeah yeah
0: so anyway you've decided to do the challenge put on the forum i remember you posting up and saying yep i'm doing this and we're going cool right and you've announced it to everyone so what do you kick it off with
2: uh, a nice easy one <laughs> well I'll get one notched up so this is a whole week's worth of work in one quick uh, burst I thought I'll finish Marvel vs. Capcom 2 uh The other reason being that I had had it for a couple of weeks at that point, and I'd never actually fought through on the single player alone. So I thought, right, well, I'll I'll finish it. I hadn't completed it since the. uh, Actually, no, hang on. I tell a lie. I've had the Dreamcast version, I've had the PS2 version, I've had the Xbox version, and I have not. I mean, basically, it's a, it's quite a tough game. And when you get to the last boss, he is the most fucking evil, cheap bastard. So just finishing that game is actually quite a feat. But I thought, you know, it's quick at least. And after about two hours of pounding my head against that motherfucker on normal, I finally beat him. And, uh, you know, notched that one up and thought, yeah, that's a good one. But I was also playing Guitar Hero 5 at the time. So I thought, right, this is a good reason to finish Guitar Hero 5. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, that was the year that I decided that Guitar Hero was killing music games. Because if, if you remember that last year, there was were seven hero titles mm-hmm. out. There was, uh, see, Guitar Hero Metallica, uh, Guitar Hero Van Halen, Guitar Hero 5, DJ hero. hero, Band Heroes, uh, and Smash Hits. Beatles Rock Band had come out, and I was loving that. Mm-hmm. But all this Guitar Hero stuff, you know, instead of a new Rock Band game, I got to play all the Guitar Hero stuff, and it, it, it's horrible. And, and forcing myself through it, my wife was doing it at the same time as me. She left off in the end. She hated that thing. She, basically it, was, it sucked all the joy out of playing music and it made songs that were previously good actually tedious to play and I'm not even playing Guitar Hero this year I'm just not even going to bother not even going to rent it fuck Guitar Hero I, d- I don't think you're alone in that decision <laughs> <laughs> Rock Band 3 is what it's all about because that's the thing if you kill your love of music games where's your passion for Rock Band 3? that's time you should be spending with the professional guitar based game And singing and drums. Let's
0: not turn this into a.
2: (laughs) It's not even rock band versus versus guitar hero. Rock band wins, easy. But I mean,
0: it does bring up the first point of you actually forcing yourself, uh, yeah. for a game that you weren't enjoying to the very end just to notch it up as a game completed.
2: I think it was, that was two things. I wanted to, um, finish it for a game completed because it was like, yeah, this is, I mean, it was the, it was the first week still, so I thought, well, I can get two in the first week. But also, um, I was like, right, if this is going to be my last Guitar Hero game, it's really going to be my last Guitar Hero game. And, uh, you know, I've still got Guitar and Metallica 3, 2, um, you know, I'll probably get smash hits at some point, just for the nostalgia value, but uh, not any of the future straightforward annual releases, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, t- Have you played the demo of that? It's so tedious, the new yeah. one. It's, it's 6. Um, it, there's this sort of brutal legend-style story mode attached to it. It's like, hey, you've got to beat the shiny demon with the guitar and your super battle axe, and it's like, no, you know what? Do you know what I'm doing? I'm just playing fucking Guitar Hero still. I'm just I'm watching the highway proceed towards me with notes on it I'm playing the notes it doesn't matter how you it's dress it up notes. it's still no fucking it's guitar <laughs> yeah. so yeah I mean, that, that put me off and it it wasn't just because I was forcing myself through it because I could have taken that over the course of a month and hated every second of it now, that was a case that this was always going to be horrible but I thought you know what this is going to be my going down in flames of Guitar Hero as a franchise it's kind of a fuck you attitude I know I apologise <laughs> Yeah, but that
0: was then followed up by what was turned out to be our, you know, greatest game of that year.
2: And probably on this list, still greatest game of the list. Seriously, Uncharted 2 Among Thieves. Now I was going to always beat that anyway, and it was a joy to play. Uh, Last boss, bit of a pain in the arse. Apart from that, great, wonderful. Then uh, Beatles Rock Band did on drums. Uh, and I got to say, uh, Ringo wasn't as bad a drummer as uh, everyone always wants out. <laughs> That, there's some complicated things in there, and obviously once you've been playing for two and a half hours, you get a bit tired. And let me say, she's so heavy, bad choice. Hey Jude. So I'm just
0: looking down the list and seeing whether you counted the the careers of guitars and drums. I no, um, I
2: actually, I uh, later on in the year, I um. I played uh, Beatles rock band again with guitar and vocals and uh, powered through on hard for both. I've ended up not putting that on my list of 50. It's in the reserve section because obviously I finished it on drum career. I maintain that the drum career and the vocal and uh, singing career, especially since that's two at once, are completely different games. It's a totally different animal. But uh, I, I left it in the reserves just, just in case, so I didn't want mm-hmm. anyone disputing that one. But that's the only ones. Oh, and the other one was... uh Shank later on I'll, I'll get to that later
0: So do you want to Go for each one of these games And then do a quick synopsis Of each one Or you
2: know I'll just, I'll, often do a I'll just uh, Mention them If if they're significant And it's uh, Streets of Rage 2 Which I hadn't completed On the XBLA version I've completed it before But basically That's a harder game Than I remember Especially on normal <laughs> um, I, I kept getting to the last um, Boss And then just dying And That, that would be my last Lives And it's like Whoa if you, if you adjust this fifty games and fifty weeks thing is all very well and good if you're if you're doing, you know, new games which all have save systems. But as I found with a lot of games, in, in the old way of doing it, you could get to the end and then fail and go so so I'm Start again. Start again? Seriously? <laughs> and uh yeah, I probably couldn't have done something like this uh even ten years ago. No, Twenty. Thirty. <laughs> Not thirty. Finish Pong. Okay. Grand Theft Auto, The Ballad of Gay Tony. Uh, that was a great little add-on, but I was kind of cheesed off with Grand Theft Auto by the end, so I didn't even bother with The Lost and Damned. I got a couple of hours in and thought, you know what? Brotherhood aside, uh, uh, too much riding around on motorbikes.
0: Uh, next one, one of the most controversial games of that year, Modern Warfare 2.
2: Controversial. Modern Warfare 2. Finished the single-player mode. It's all right. Assassin's Creed 2. Ate that <laughs> game up. Loved it. It was just just it was a breath of fresh air after Modern Warfare Two. Um, <laughs> it was basically just this fully realised um, cities and it just really soaked uh, up this uh, atmosphere. It was great and uh, it's actually
0: quite a long game as well.
2: Yeah, that, that was quite long. But again, I, I would have completely finished that one whether I was playing this 50 games or 50 weeks challenge or not. That was uh, that was a good one. Uh, Left 4 Dead 2. My first chance of basically only being able to complete this um, with other people. Uh, I think I actually made my way through the last of... Uh, with this one, basically, I know you get credits at the end of every level, but I thought, no, I've got to finish all five levels on this. And the last one I did was the one where you got to refuel the car in the mall. Yep. I was on my own. Imagine doing that on normal, on your own, and just getting just fucked on all sides by tanks. I had to do that several times to finish off that one, and uh, I-, I was not best pleased by the end. But it's not a game you do on your own. So I learned very quickly after that not to attempt any games which really are much, much better. With, uh, I uh mean, to be co-op, but you were doing it in single shot. Yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> don't be nervous talking to girls. I learned that silver dollar games are the devil. They are pure evil incarnate. They will charge you 80 points for a joke of a game. It's not even all that
0: funny. And have you seen silver dollar games now?
2: have as in like are they still working
0: if you go onto the indie marketplace they have now about a dozen games up and i believe there's uh, a couple of
2: sequels too. don't be nervous talking to girls fucking guys It's evil. It's the devil. It's foul. And it didn't even have a fucking end credit sequence.
0: Yeah, I remember this being the first one. I was like, you can't really count that. That's not Yes, you can.
2: (laughs) It took me ages. It cost me 80 points. I was going to bloody well get something out of this one. Basically, I completed what a lot of other people wouldn't be able to, which is I got an A on every area by fucking arbitrarily going through over over and over (laughs) again. Horrible, horrible game. You could dispute that all you want, but I consider that to be something of an achievement. Evil, foul, vile game. Right, so next one, Super Street Fighter 2 HD Turbo HD Remix to cleanse the palette. And then Final Fantasy XII. And if you look at my picture in the the picture collection, I'm very tired there. That's because it was about 8 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Because I was like, right, I'm going to finish this one. This is a game I started in, uh, I think, March 2007 when it came out. Um, and I finally finished it because uh, without this, I'm not sure I'd have been able to finish this. I think maybe the fact that Final Fantasy XIII was imminent made me go right. I'm going to finish this one. Uh, and the fact that when I started playing it, there was I didn't have a community to talk to. I probably have gotten through it with other people, but um, hey, didn't help me with Final Fantasy XIII, so maybe not. Uh not make the list. No, I, I couldn't get. I, you know what? That was because it was too big. Uh, I will go back to that one, but I had other stuff to do. Um and I got bored. Yeah, no but Final Fantasy XII, uninspiring. Probably my least favourite Final Fantasy game that I've actually finished. It's yeah. But, um, you know, I, I just pressed on with that one, and I wasn't particularly happy by the end. It just took a lot, a lot of grinding, because I was always too weak to beat the bosses. And it was always like a, the, the ridiculous combination of items you've got to have in stock, and, and the immediate, like, very specific amount of spells you have to use, otherwise you can't beat the bosses. And it's like, well, eh, you know what, I'd far prefer Mass Effect 2, which is what I finished immediately afterwards. And... Um, uh, again, that was one of those ones that I would have finished you know, with no problems before. I don't know why it took me so long to get through Mass Effect 1, but Mass Effect 2 is obviously a lot smoother a ride. Yeah, it's a lot quicker. So, yeah, uh, I know Paul's um, you know, definitely considering playing through Mass Effect 1. He's got it. Uh, I'd say get through 1 just to get through 2, and the well, ending, yeah, ending 1 is fantastic.
0: Two-story beats is a lot faster. It's yeah, one. there's a lot more exploration to get to stuff too. It's pretty much it's, it's self-explanatory.
2: I actually prefer the emotional punches, like the the showdown with Rex, and then the very end of um, uh, Mass Effect One mm. that comes much after that, and that's not really a spoiler uh, with the whole wreckage bit at the end. I just so brilliant and yeah, love uh, if, ending.
0: If I was given the choice, I'd take one story over two, and then but the the architecture the, of two over one,
2: and the combat of two was vastly improved. Yeah, exactly. Like
0: Actually, but that reminds me, this was a, a time period where obviously I think I had just completed Dragon Age, moved on to Final
2: yeah, Fantasy. Yeah, this 13. was the RPG heavy early part. Yeah. yeah, wasn't it? Actually, no, so, yeah, so
0: it was Final, Final Fantasy XIII for me and then it yeah. was,
2: yeah. It, was, it was, was a dangerous time to be playing 50 games in 50 weeks because these games that would consume your life and take 50 hours each were coming out. I didn't even start Dragon Age in earnest, possibly because of this, mm-hmm. but also possibly because I read the Edge review first, and it tarnished it. Maybe I should stop doing that.
0: Damn yeah, that Edge review.
2: Mm. Darksiders. Zelda with bad attitude. And this one was actually cool. Um, I, I've already talked about Darksiders and why it was great. I think I might... This is one of those games that I might not actually have pressed on with. I might have just left this one, were it not for the 50 games in 50 weeks. So this is why, that in, in this instance it was actually worth doing the challenge because I actually saw the end of that one and uh, things like The Darkness and Bionic Commando I didn't press on with but if I would just sold it on when I first started them then maybe I would have done Alien vs Predator on 360 eh, quite atmospheric I liked it uh, again we were all surprised when that many people bought that game on like day one it's Like everyone's buying this game really? <laughs> no me It's good I, know. I i i enjoyed it I especially like the uh, the marine campaign it's good
0: a bit of break here let me just uh, jump in for a second before you started doing this I mistakenly thought that you were probably just going to make up a lot of the numbers here with you know, quick easy kind of uh, emulation games oh wait a few months <laughs> no, I mean that, some of that stuff does come but I mean just looking down that list I mean that's pretty much the stuff I played and mm. pretty much the stuff I completed along the way but you know there's big titles in there so there's a lot of hours that have gone into that I mean yeah. for me like Assassin's Creed 2 I think I went on probably spent another 10 hours doing everything in it yeah. but you know I'm, I'm by this point pretty proud that you've gone through that many things I mean Final Fantasy 12 is, is in there yeah. so is Mass Effect 2 back to back and that's that's no mean thing I mean Siders wasn't a short game
2: well um, like Final Fantasy 12 I think I had done 50 hours of it already but I did another 65 after I started playing it to win and that was a lot of grinding, so I consider that to be several games' worth of game. There was no parameter, by the way, of you have to start the game within the 50 weeks, because it was a great way for me to basically go back to games that I had never been able to finish and say, right, I'm going to finish you now, you bastard.
0: (laughs) True, but the reason I actually bring all that up is that then, you know, after Aliens vs Predator 360, you then play play Alien vs Predator Arcade.
2: Yeah, that was mainly because I was in a really Alien vs Predator mood. Um, I think
0: that's great I think I don't think we do that enough is where we play the current game and then jump back and, and mm. play something that's actually attached to it I've, I've recently found myself off the completely Halo Reach jumping back to Halo 1 and just kind of going through it and seeing where the this, this story kind of picks up from so.
2: well I, I have a history with this game when um, I was f- I think about 15 in America. Um, my father let me, gave me two quarters when we were going through a department store, and said, "Yeah, you can play that game." I was like, "Yeah, Aliens!" I was massively into Aliens at that point, and I played through the first level, did pretty well, beat the face hugger boss, and then it went, counted up my points, and went, "Yeah, next level." And my father went, "Right, that's all." And I was like, "I didn't die! I've got another credit left." He was like, "That's all. Come on." And so I had to walk away watching my Predator have the shit kicked out of him by a bunch of aliens. It's basically um, Final Fight with aliens yeah. and Predators. And that was galling. So to be able to go, bollocks, I am playing this th- to the end. And that's the thing. When I was a kid, I played through arcade games, but I never really played them to completion. And with main, you can actually do that. You can spend a king's ransom worth of zero credits. In just by just tapping the credit button over and over again, you, and basically, you have
0: to get hard save states as well?
2: You can, yeah. I mean, uh, you, with scrolling beat 'em ups, you don't need it because you have infinite credits. With some games like Willow, I found later on, I really needed that save state because it puts you back way too far, and like you have to do very tough bosses. And like if you if you die on a boss and then press uh, you know extra credit, and then you just spawn back to life, and he's still got his energy set where he he was when you were. Kicking him before—that's fine. But if it resets the whole shebang, that becomes really fucking tough. So technically, scrolling brawlers on maim are a real easy way through, and they were the thing that saved my life. I think uh, I've got a figure at the end for how many uh, scrolling brawlers I played. Um, yeah, lots of them were maim, some of them were and And basically, it's a cheat because all you have to do is keep pushing right and hitting the hit button. And you'll finish them. So technically you could say I only finished about 40 games. But, on the other hand, I actually saw everything that those games had to offer. So even though it wasn't actually all that challenging, I experienced that game. And, you know, roughly I I had the luxury equivalent of 30 quid in my pocket of chucking 50 p's into that thing. And um, it's an experience I wouldn't have got anywhere else. I It's so gratifying to actually just go, right, you know what, I'm going to play this to win. Rather than just playing main games for a few minutes and going, oh, that was fun, what's next on the agenda? To actually play to win because, old arcade games.
0: Yeah, because that is something that we, you know, whenever I come round your house and we sit there in front of the main cabinet, or the main cabinet, I
2: is, wish is, I is, had uh, a main cabinet, <laughs> which is
0: a PC screen. And we, we do the, the classic thing that everyone does in main, which is play,
2: play first 10 bit. minutes
0: of games. <laughs> and then, you know, oh, I remember that and jump yeah. on to the next one.
2: But I now know what it's like to actually fight through uh, an arcade game, and I now know why they didn't release these as is on um, console. Again, this is a case of me diversifying and being able to play other stuff and, and, and really plumbing the depths of what I could do at this stage. And then okay. I played Predator 2 on the Mega Drive. <laughs> <laughs> and that sucked. But at least I finished a Mega Drive game. I thought that was you know, some nice diversifying.
0: So then the next game on the list, which i have no idea why <laughs> and maybe this was slightly my fault <laughs> for-
2: there's an obvious reason why i went back to it because think of the summer releases or the pre-summer it's re-
0: true but even so i mean you played perfect dark zero
2: i didn't just play perfect dark zero sunshine Please i finished you that one and i got the 10 points to prove it what the fuck yeah, the achievements in that game are evil. <laughs> it's like ten point. You get ten points, and then you get like ten points for playing five hundred ranked games on multiplayer. That's never going to happen.
0: So the story how you ended up with Perfect Dark Zero, wasn't it? That I gave you my copy of Bioshock to
2: play, and it was in there, like a, like a, like you'd shat in the game box. Yeah.
0: For whatever reason, I have a copy of um, Perfect Dark Zero kicking around, but I don't have the game box. And how i did thought, you oh, get it?
2: Why did you I get don't- it?
0: I honestly don't know but I ended up sticking it in the Bioshock box not thinking oh, I just lent you the game and I was like oh yeah I remember sticking that in there why the Bioshock box why I thought that would be a good match but then you went on and play- I just remember looking online and he's like why is he playing Perfect Dog Zero
2: because at that, that stage I was going okay I've got to get back to consoles huh, huh, what have I got what have I got and I just grabbed Bioshock and I thought well i finished that oh Perfect Dog Zero's in there I think yeah, this, that- actually, this was just after we'd done our um, the, the charity weekend of 24 uh, yeah. oh, hour game marathon oh god I didn't intend at that point to finish any games because ultimately the, the finishing of a game is at odds with the getting achievements on a game. You know, We were trying to get achievos and whatever game we were just trying to finish, except for maybe King Kong, wasn't going to dole us out the kind of points that we needed. So I, I didn't even bother trying to get that to conflict with the, um, the existing challenge. So
0: but, how did Perfect R0 treat you as a, the early launch title?
2: You know what? Not actually as bad as I thought. It's uh, it's not much fun, but it actually feels a bit like Perfect Dark, and thus it feels a bit like Line, Thus, it was a little bit refreshing. whipping out the old um, uh, laptop gun, good fun. It's it's not very good for some reason. Joanna Dark is American and she's English in the next mm-hmm. one. That doesn't make any sense. The walls um, are very shiny. The walls are very shiny. Everything looks like it's covered in jizz, um, and it's it's kind of low tech, but not terrible. Seriously, not as bad as I've been led to believe. Not as bad an experience. Ironically, uh, we'll come to that in a bit mm-hmm. with the original. So,
0: so then let's take a break for a second. So this leads us away up to game number 20.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So w- are we
2: 20 Only weeks 20 in? 20 at this point, jeez. Yeah, so,
0: so are we into 20 weeks at this point?
2: Five months in, about 20 weeks then, yeah. It, w- it was actually roughly at the, uh, I'd been keeping at the one game a week. I think that's basically why I played a couple of main games and short games, to make up for the fact that I was lagging behind at that point. Well, it's probably to make up the fact you were playing Dark Side as a Mass Fit too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those did eat a lot of hours, and Assassin's Creed 2 as well. But uh, I think I also went for a few weeks without really playing much at all, and I was like, oh, Rod, come on! So I think I had to get back on the horse. But again, that's why the challenge was very important. It kept me motivated whenever I sort of dropped back down again, you know?
0: So then we come to game number 20. Very much talked about on this show, Heavy
2: Rain. Heavy Rain. Um, well, that one basically, I I pushed, but I, I played it as I normally would, and I finished it, and I got that horrible, horrible, worst of possible endings. And then I did something which I didn't do for any of the other games. I went back and finished it again. Um, luckily, with Heavy Rain, you're actually able to just go back two specific chapters so i went back to where it all went wrong and just made different decisions and and was a bit quicker on the old button draws and uh, got a much 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 better ending and if i got that the first time it would have been a much better experience as the end of the game but basically being able to see that that my having a horrible or great experience hinged on effectively two quick time events made me go uh ah. Uh, then we got Final Fight. Now, this was Final Fight Double Impact, uh, which came with Magic Sword as well. So, effectively, it was a twofer. Just like main games, you had an infinite credits. So, it was basically just walk right, punch dudes. But being able to see all of Final Fight, which is something I've never been able to see before, on my telly with that fantastic uh, cabinet effect, with the brilliant monitor effect, that was a joy. That was great. I would have done that anyway, but uh, I might not have pushed all the way through Magic Sword without this. I think I probably would have gone, yeah, I'll come back to that later. But I thought, no, you know what? Get two done at the same time. And uh, I think I'm probably one of the, uh, the minority of people who have got the game but also finished Magic Sword. Then I played Streets of Rage 3, which is a game I'd always wanted to play Uh, because I think when it came out it was actually in relatively short supply, and I was trying to get a SNES at the time, so I never found it, and I never bought it, and it was supposed to be a lot more complex than Streets of Rage 2, which is, um, as I I played it and finished it this particular challenge, and still ranks as the best 2D scrolling brawler. Streets of Rage 3 is a fucking mess. I don't know what went wrong, but um, it's not fun, it's not sparky, it reuses most of the elements from Streets of Rage 2, so it doesn't feel at all original. Um, There's a completely weird pointless bit where you fight Dark Axel and he's actually a replacement for this awful homosexual stereotype uh, who if you check out the Japanese version minces is about on screen and then you punch him and then he falls down in a faint and it's, it's really juvenile and awful and the la- I think basically I could have stood that stomach to all of that but the last boss was evil incarnate this' horrible, stupid flying robot man thing who t- basically <clears throat> the way you can tell if a last boss is a cheating fucker is if he only has to hit you a little bit to kill you and you have to hit him a hell of a lot to kill him and it 's much too it 's way too easy to get killed <clears throat> basically if it 's like that, then fuck that and this just this disgusting final boss I think he it, I was playing this on the uh, Sega Mega drive collection um, and it oh. It made me feel like drowning things. I'm
0: surprised you didn't include more than the Sega Mega Drive collection, or was that purely just each one for the
2: achievement? This put want? me off. Really? I think basically at the end of that I was like, you know, fuck the Mega Drive. I, I, st- I don't feel that, but I, I needed a break at this point. Mm. Uh, so I played a, a much more uh, recent game. Perfect Dark! <laughs> <laughs> and again, um, do you know, maybe not as good as Goldeneye, not as original as Goldeneye. Um, there, there were some sparky bits in there and some, some great little um, secondary functions on the weapons, but you don't really get to use them all that much uh, outside of multiplayer. I mean, basically, in multiplayer, chucking down a um, gun that turned into a mine, that basically someone's like, oh, there's a gun, I'll go get that. Boom! Oh, yes! That was brilliant. They need to put that in new games. Um, but the actual game itself... Yeah, kind of uninspiring and boring. You don't feel... I, it doesn't have the replay value of Goldeneye at all. I used to go in, back into the, a couple of levels on Goldeneye, the facility, the library, and play the shit out of them, desperately trying to get the high scores and the quick times on them. Um, but Perfect Dark never really played too much. I know Paul prefers it. Um, but the thing that I didn't like about Perfect Dark was the, the last boss is a fucking evil boss, just like to Rage 3. But unlike Perfect Dark Zero, if you died, you had to do the whole level again. Uh, so, unlike Streets of Rage 3, no save states, and uh, basically, I got killed very unfairly several times. Again, you, you can die way too quickly from that one. The Skedar in the ruins just can decimate you with these. There's one section where they just have rocket launchers, and they devastate you with them. It's horrible.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to allow you to have kind of the, the floor and talk about all these games yourselves, obviously, because this is your experience of, you know, this is your challenge. Hmm. But Perfect Art was an interesting one for me, because I loved the game and I played it non-stop when I was younger and I I actually looking at the the copy I have up on my shelf on the NC4 now and I wouldn't dare ever get rid of that but I just the arcade one seemed really sterile to me it's, it like it it just it was almost too crisp and too perfect and it mm. Because it was like that, it, it started to show all the flaws. The control system mm-hmm. kind of just didn't feel right now, and it just it really stood out to me how far we've come on with shooters. And I ended up not picking it up because of that. It just it,
2: isn't it f- still 400 points d- this week though?
0: Now that you can vote for it to be
2: 400. Points, oh right, right, right. Okay, sorry, I misinterpreted that one. No, don't worry. Okay, but if it ever if it ever drops down to 400 points, that is an absolute steal. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it, it came out at 800 points, which is actually. <laughs> Still really good. It's just what, six pounds eighty.
2: I was literally counting the seconds till it came out. I'm very glad I've got it. I will return yeah. to it sometimes and play some multiplayer, but I just didn't. I wasn't feeling it at that point. Maybe, maybe playing Perfect Dark Zero actually put it in a bad light.
0: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is where your challenge obviously helped you probably complete that today, because I imagine that would be something where you'd got stuck at the. One of the bosses and the
2: yeah. artist, whatever uh, <laughs> I finished it once before. why should I finish it now so uh yeah, that, that did help me finish it, and then i uh <laughs> I think basically that night I was like, oh i don't know what to do, fuck it, and I got up at f- like three in the morning and I played and finished altered beast, a game that you have you maintained to annoy the- me, yes, <laughs> I played the arcade one, which is slightly better than the mega drive one, but uh, I just I'd never really finished it, and um my god, that is an awful game. If you look at my face, it's three in the morning and I'm just wondering why I'm there. I'm like, what? 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 You turn into a were bear? It's a furries game, for only for people who like shagging animals. So yeah, that was done. <laughs> Bad idea. <laughs> Splendor cell conviction, fucking brilliant. Apart from that one room which was just ridiculously unfair. Guru Mark of the Wolves, absolutely brilliant 2D uh, fighting game. I think basically this year I, I really got back into my 2D fighters and possibly because of Street Fighter 4 just like reignited my interest in them. And um, yeah, just brilliant game. Not massively difficult to finish on normal and uh, fantastic music. I've already talked about it. Splinter Cell Double Agent wouldn't have finished this without uh, 50 games of 50 weeks. It basically annoyed me. And uh, after I would played Conviction, I went back to the old system uh, I'd sort of left off about two thirds of the way through I was like I can't finish this this is awful and I finished it but uh, I didn't have fun
0: yeah it's one of the few games that's beaten me on my 360 I just I couldn't deal with it at all and I think if I was try to go back now after playing um, Conviction it'd, it'd be a nightmare so yeah. uh,
2: then played uh, the economy X-Men arcade game which I'd always walked past but never been able to really play I played it all the way through to the end good fun you know, costumes are ridiculous by modern day standards. I mean, Storm would never dress like that. <laughs> um, but uh, that's all right. I think probably much more fun with a couple of people helping you out. Um, uh, played Aliens, the arcade game. I'd only played it a few times before, uh, only for a bit. It's awful, terrible, awful—the worst rendition of a film ever. Possibly I could have
0: played Aliens three.
2: I, I, I what? Well, hang on. You mean the SNES or the Mega Drive version? I tried Mega Drive. I tried both of them. I was doing the Alien games, remember? Doesn't mean I yeah. finished them all. I uh, I struggled through uh, the, both both versions for a couple of hours and and ended up going, I can't finish these. They're too hard, even with the save state. Too hard.
0: Saying, uh, so both Ace Men and Aliens was on main then. I take
2: yeah, those two were. Aliens do not recommend. The, the the final boss is ridiculous. They they just keep rehashing bosses and they keep inventing stupid, craze I mean, they, they, it's like you've already got aliens. All you have to do is put them on screen, like they did with Alien vs Predator. That you know, Capcom knew how to do it. Konami didn't know how to do it. Knights uh, Night, <laughs> of the Round. This one was uh, Capcom again. Uh, straightforward. Beat them up with RPG elements. I want this to come out on XBLA. It's great. It probably needs to come out in the uh, uh, double pack again. If if you've got access to main, try out Knights of the Round. It's you play Lancelot, Galahad, or uh, um, I think it's Galahad. Maybe oh, it's <laughs> Bet you're gay. Um, <laughs> you play Lancelot, Arthur, and the other one, and uh, you basically work your way through. And you, your armor becomes more big and more elaborate, and your sword becomes cooler and bigger as you go through. And it's quite tough. And, um, you got to get treasure and yeah, great, enjoyable side scrolling brawler, which again, I wouldn't have seen without 50 games cause I would just have gone, oh, that was fun. I'll come back to that later. Um, Willow, worst possible experience this whole year, fucking Willow. Now I love the film Willow. It's got great music. It's got, it's basically the Hobbit light. Uh, it's got a great performance from Val Kilmer, basically playing Han Solo. Um, and, uh, young Warwick Davis. You gotta love that little guy. He's great. Joanne Wally, when she was really, really hot and had red hair. Oof. Awesome. Uh, yeah, well, okay. lo- lovely film. Game, fucking horrible. Side scrolling, Capcom, like, it's, you, you, you've got this endless supply of magic acorns which turn Trolls to stone, and eventually you get to play Magic Mad Mod again and do this little horrible sort of slashy attack. I mean, they basically they could have made it ghouls and ghosts, but they didn't. It's a fucking mess. So what uh, was it
0: most similar to then?
2: Game uh, type play? Magic sword. All right, but not fun. And um, I mean, it's sort of loosely based on the film. It would have been alright, but the last boss was absolutely unkillable, and every time you died, you waited to go back to the beginning, and deplete all her energy again, and she was a cheating bitch, and she took up most of the screen, with lightning bolts, and it, it wasn't even that hard, to kill her in the film, and I, I, I actually, I thought I can't do this, and I stopped, and I had to go back the next day, and, and re- reclaim it using a save state, that that took some fucking doing, so anyone who tells me, that just playing MAME, is an easy way through it, you try finishing Willow, now, The thing that kind of made me a little bit proud was I think I'm the only person who played Willow and finished it for the first time last year at all, across the whole world. So, I mean, I'm a pioneer, if you will. I'm I'm almost the the great British hero. I don't think too
0: many people are going back to play old games like that that aren't very good.
2: Yeah, but that's the thing. No one's played this game. No one's heard of this game. I can't think I find a thing about it. I mean, I, I knew nothing about it. And um, it, it doesn't even have any music from the It's awful. Um, but uh, honestly, if you've got access to MAME, check it out. It's, it's painful. At one point, Willow fights a giant rat. Right. But then on to better things. I got hold of the Metal Slug anthology on the win. I thought, ooh, yes, seven games for me right here. Yeah. Now, I think Dit said all the Metal Slug games are exactly the same. Not true. The third one has Crabs. Technically, you could basically count the Metal Slug anthology as this really long, awesome series of Metal Slug games. But the, the reason that, I'm not gonna, uh, I, that I am going to count all the ones that I played is that I hadn't played any Metal Slug games before. And this was so instrumental to me, falling in love with this game series. Now, to actually give myself a bit of a challenge, I decided to actually... Because it's infinite continues, I decided to count how many continues I used and just basically try and, try and keep it down as much as possible so that I could try and avoid death. And it did make it really quite spicy because I was trying to beat my, uh, like, I, was, I think I, got, I ended up with, like, doing it in just under 30 credits in the first game, which I actually, you can select 30 credits uh, from the menu, so I could just have scraped in, but I didn't want to get that far and then get told no more. And I think I managed to finish the next one with 35. It was like, wow, it's actually even harder. And um, I'm, I'm either not getting better or this is getting harder. And um, But I managed to slowly wean it down over the uh, course of the um, series. And by the end, I was actually not dying anywhere near as much. And, uh, yeah, fan-fucking-tastic series. I mean, basically, it's, it's taking Contra to uh, a new level. I mean, it was back in 1998. If you haven't played any Metal Slug games, I seriously recommend. I mean, you can get hold of Metal Slug 3 on the XBLA. Probably not my favourite one. I think Metal Slug 2 is my favourite one. I actually played Metal Slug X. But, frankly, since you can buy the Wii anthology for about 10, 15 quid, I'd suggest you just go find them. If you like your Contra pro Protector games, you will fucking love Metal Slug. If you liked Shank, you will love Metal Slug. It's just crazy sense of humour. At one point, like, you're fighting mummies... And then you could get turned into a mummy, but, and then rather than shooting, you vomit blood all over them. And you have to try and find a potion to turn you back into a regular person. It's awesome.
0: Superb art style. Yeah, like it's really Microsoft human. Stuff.
2: I will play a Metal Slug with you all the way through at one point. Yeah. Sure. Cool. That'd be good. Uh, Bioshock 2, Sublime. Much better combat, better story, better in, better all round. I mean, Bioshock One's really great, and the thing that Bioshock One had is the originality of the uh, environment and yeah. the character of Andrew Ryan is fucking incredible. There aren't any characters that actually level with Andrew Ryan in the second game, but the actual end story, and specifically the bit where that with the little sister bit with the red mm-hmm. curtain, you know what yep. I mean? Yep. Fucking <laughs> brilliant! And that end bit underwater with the bit with the you know the bit. I- I still mercy, say mercy or uh, wrath and because I've been good, mine showed mercy and it was tear jerking. Fantastic.
0: For, for anyone that still hasn't said and we've, we've said this time and time again, people really should give it a, somewhat of a break. Um, you can pick it up now for about
2: £8. Oh, it's dirt cheap.
0: It's just, you know, your choice between playing through Bioshock 2 or a number of the arcade games that come out each week. Yeah. Bioshock 2, seriously. Seriously.
2: Amazing game. Uh, try Bioshock 1 first. Again, that's going to be dirt mm. cheap as well. But for a straightforward single-player adventure, you cannot get more atmospheric than Bioshock 1 speaking of which Alan Wake (laughs) Uh, I did Metal Slug uh, 2 and then 3 and then Alan Wake and uh, you know my thoughts on Alan Wake I had to push myself through that bastard but uh, I think I probably would have finished that anyway because I wanted to see how it ended and then it ended like that Um, then The Secret of Monkey Island Special Edition I finally finished that game I started playing that in 1992 (laughs) I'd say that's probably the longest period of, of time trying to finish a game Uh, and actually finally succeeding special edition Uh, played that through with my wife thank you very much Sam for helping me solve all those puzzles it was great it's on my list of things to do this year seriously, really recommend that game Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, for all the people
0: that have been wondering, are you going to play the HD remake version or at least look at it?
2: I'll, I'll look at it.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> don't think it would change your mind? Buying it.
2: So had- I'm not renting okay. it. I've, I've played the game. This was, I think, the absolute most important game I played this year. And, uh, just to reiterate, because I know that Silent Hill is, is, is ready to hit just spin on. Um, the game is absolutely phenomenal. And everyone should play this fucking game. For God's sake, play it. But if you don't like it, I won't blame you. Because there's a lot of things in it that actually stood in my way. I think a lot of the people who um, got angry with me don't really understand. I'm not really attacking the game itself. I'm just uh, sad and angry about the things that um, I couldn't surmount to actually get the most out of the game. Now, the big problem was that I was trying to sell it as soon as possible because I heard about the HD version coming out, and also because I'd had it on my shelf for months, and after meaning to play it for years, and I was like, I've got to finish you. Partly because of uh, 50 games, and partly just because I had to finish that thing, I basically tried to do all but the first two colossi in one day. And by the time I got to the last one, I was frantic and insane with um, just frustration. And I kept falling down or dying for a different reason, and I just did not have fun. The ending of that game justified all of my pain. But for so, God's sake, what pain that was. I
0: mean, I haven't brought this up before, because I thought maybe we'd, we'd touch on this but, uh, a bit later on, but why not do it now, and just if there's a bit of a break of some of the games you talked about. There you go. Um...
2: Do you think turning point? This is from then on. It was uh, the tone of my uh, fifty games had changed.
0: Yes, I mean, with a number of weeks in, we're about three quarters of the year through here, Mm. Um, and this was when I started seeing some of the cracks appear. You know, some of our conversations we're having. Certainly, I know not necessarily on the podcast, but you know, outside of that, Mm. and I was like, dude, you're forcing yourself through stuff that one you're not enjoying, but. Mm. Or some stuff you're forcing yourself through too fast Mm. because you you, all you're after is the end credits, and you're not after after necessary to experience the world as a whole, you know, and maybe just take some time and, and maybe. I'm not going to bring up particular games because it's it would be too much of a, a conversation, but you know, I know a number of times I was like, well, just stop rushing. I mean I, Shadow of the Colossus was one that many people kind of brought up that up. It's like, well, you're not meant to try to beat it in a night
2: mm-hmm. or a day. a day. It was a horrible it's long just, Sunday. You know, each
0: one's meant to be an experience and you're trying to just cram it all in, and then no wonder you're getting frustrated if you're not giving yourself time. Mm-hmm. So do you think that is something a, a valid argument?
2: It's it's very valid. I think ultimately to to put this amount of pressure on yourself, especially to... I will say this right now. Never set yourself the task of finishing a game in a day unless you have to review it. If you have to, and you have to review it for a podcast, but you're going to get a different experience to the one you should be getting. Uh, I really regret trying to force my way through Shadow of the Colossus in one day. I don't believe... I would have had that much better of a time of it if I'd spread that out over a week. But considering um, the games I played afterwards, what else was I going to be doing with my time?
0: I d- knowing you, I don't think you would have had a different experience. I think um, some of the anger would have been slightly less towards it mm. because you know, obviously, you know, uh, the impact of something you know killing you over and over again—if you just persist with it rather than just putting it down and coming back to it at a later point—is mm. is greater than you know, given the time period between it. But I. I for all the people that bitch and moan about you talking about bad about Shadow of the Colossus, I think your Gonzo gaming on it was perfectly justified with all the reasons that you had said. I don't necessarily uh, I haven't played it and I don't necessarily well, agree that's the thing, is not it? But
2: you yeah. haven't played it
0: but I will be I mean I'll be playing the the HD version I, and I, I wonder whether that will be a different experience whether my, my opinion on it will still be as valid as, as the one where you played the PS2 version because some of the the issues you had with probably bad camera angles and uh, you know some of the, the weirder graphical issues will probably be cleared up
2: uh, obviously yeah the the camera angles oh, I don't know could they clear up the camera because the camera in God of War is still like it always was we shall see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, I th- I th- ultimately, I don't know. I just—it was a sacred cow, <laughs> and I don't like to leave them lying if I fi- if I find things that just aren't up to what everyone's been saying.
0: But I mean, to, to to defend you for a second here, one one of the things you did do was go back and do this game, and you've had Shadow of the Colossus on and off for a while and I
2: bought it a year beforehand yeah, and
0: it's the same as Final Fantasy 12 it, it was interesting to see you finally going for it and, mm. and, and tackling because this is one of our bigger problems is it's lovely to see some of these older games on here certainly the main stuff and it's almost easier just to play the main stuff it's on a mm. PC screen job done Where, you know, we're talking about going back to the PS2 era which it doesn't sound just makes me sound really terrible. It's like going back to the PS2 era. But Shadow of the Colossus does have some real graphical problems going back then, and I know that's what you really struggled with. And probably without this challenge, you wouldn't have gone back to it anyway.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The fact that I actually spent the money and bought it, I think I probably would have finished it at some point. Uh, anyway, in all seriousness, I think that this is actually regardless of fifty games. I think. The, the HD, the fact that the HD version was coming out, I probably still would have gone like, I've got to fucking beat this now. It's been on my shelf for this long. I've got to finish it. Um, and the other thing, I, I wanted to have finished it. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to just go, it's done. Same as I want to do that with Prince of Persia 2008. You know, it's an one to pick out of it. It's it, obviously it draws a lot of, um, it, it draws a lot of inf- influence from uh, Shadow of the Colossus. But I wanted to have finished it. I kind of want to have finished Eco, but I don't want to play it now. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Anyway, I don't want—I don't want to talk any more Yang about, uh, yeah. about Shadow. I, I will say again, it's a phenomenal game, and I recommend everyone play it. But it's not without those problems. Monkey Island Two Special Edition i think basically like i say after uh, shadow came out that changed everything it, it was so it cheesed me off so much just actually forcing myself through a game that i thought i can't do that again i can't force myself through a a, a big game and i think most of the ones on the uh, end of my list are small easy games because basically at this point i'd gone fuck 50 games enough with this already okay it's ruining my enjoyment so, yeah, I did Monkey Island 2 Special Edition, which I was always going to buy, and I was always going to finish, and I finally got it. I mean, I, I started playing that one in 1995 with Mark Critcher, and um, shortly before his memory card was eaten by a, a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Not the the, the, the the most terrifying dog we'd seen all day, and we were playing Resident Evil. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, so it was like this finally being able to lay to rest Monkey Island 2 and going, wow. That was great. and uh, But again, not forcing myself through that. That was uh, a relatively easy game. And there's, there's one bit where you're just bouncing around all over the place, getting cornered by Ghost Chuck, and it's just like, oh, come on. And unfortunately, the control system somewhat scuppers you there because it's not mouse-based, but uh, it's a small niggle because the rest of the game is so much fun. Now, uh, basically, at this stage, I was actually getting pretty close to the deadline. I think I was only a few weeks away, and I was several games down from my tally. So I thought, fuck it. Right, what games could I actually see the credits on without really (laughs) exerting myself too much? And also without just going straight to main, because I thought, I'll I'll do something else. I thought, well, Outrun Online Arcade. I haven't necessarily completed it since I started this thing. (laughs) Completed (laughs) it before, uh, but um fuck it, it's credits. And so I, I I went through on normal, which is what it is, and uh, finished it. It takes about 14 minutes, as I recall. But at the same time, certainly not without skill requirements. If you know, seconds count with that game. I have I have failed to complete that game far more than I've actually completed it. So you know, ultimately, there you go. Finished the game. Uh, certainly going to be going back to that one though. Probably the probably my best XBLA purchase, as far as I can tell. You know, I'm always up for a bit of outrun. one. Um, seen it, box office smash. Now, this was mainly because I'd never really thought. I've actually kind of finished seeing it because I had a look at the amount of um, uh, points I've gotten it, and it's something near the eight hundreds. And it's, if you've got eight hundred points on a game and you've seen the credits over and over, you've Pretty much finished, haven't you? I mean, I could I, I could go through and get all two all thousand of it on on there, and I could make sure that I answer two thousand questions. And I'd say in a roundabout way, that's more like just doing the extra stuff at the end of GTA 4. I have finished seeing it box up Smash, so I was bugged if I wasn't going to count that with the credits. Now, technically, when you finish the game, it doesn't give you credits, but you can access them from the menu. So I finished a long game and then <laughs> pulled up the credits, so that's something of a cheat. But fuck it, I finished the game, I got the credits. There you go. And also, it's not like I haven't actually earned that many points. And i played seen it a lot throughout the year, so it's not like I wasn't basically working towards that completion. Yeah,
0: and that, now you're into that weird argument of what what is the end of a game. You know, yeah. is it, you know, nowadays, if you don't have credits, this isn't necessarily collecting all the achievements, blah, blah,
2: blah, yeah. blah. I mean, ultimately absolute total completion would be the end of scenic box of a smash but absolute total completion was not the parameters i set for all of the other games ultimately if i played one warfare 2 and went ah but i haven't got like prestige mode on uh uh, leveling up on uh, multiplayer so i haven't completed it i can't go through that the whole point is to just say well i've finished this game I, i now feel a sense of that i've actually plumbed the depths of um uh, it box of a smash. It, it'll be great for sort of whipping out whenever we need a, a nice, uh, movie quiz. But, uh, finished. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtles in Time. Not the reshelled version on the XBLA. I decided I'd never actually played through the original version. Played through the original version. Finished it. That was fun. Shock Troopers. Uh, this was on the, uh, Neo Geo collection. It's like Mercs but with you know, loads of extra different gun modes and, and, and you can basically play through with a team where you keep switching between characters and, and thus switching the type of gun you're using to take out the bosses. Again, like Metal Slug, not massively difficult to complete but again, I was trying to do it on the minimum amount of credits and if you're actually genuinely acting like every time you die you're having to put money in, it does make the game a little bit more saucy. And uh, yeah, Shock Troopers, a game I'd never even heard of before I got this Neo Geo collection real gem of a shooter if you're a fan of mercs or uh or commando or that kind of uh top-down shooter or even wolf the battlefield commando three then uh you will this is better metal Slug four no discussion required limbo if you look at my picture on the uh picture collection that was another four in the morning jobby (laughs) i got i got to where i thought it was pretty close to the end and just kept dying and i thought i can't I'm not. this is not going to be Colossus again. I am not going to make myself hate this game by forcing myself through. But then I couldn't sleep, and I thought, I'll have another go at Limbo. And I went up, got up, went and finished it, and it was a lovely ending. And as you can see, I'm completely cream-crackered there. Shank. Finished the game on single-player. It's actually relatively easy. Then finishing the game on co-op mode. Now, I'd consider that finishing the game on single-player is, is, is one game. Co-op mode's a different story. Co-op mode, you get a different character uh, along with you. You got different levels, and uh, some of them are the same levels, but differently lit and differently arranged and with different enemies. And then you get completely different bosses, which require completely different timing, because not only do you have to get your button presses at the exact right time, you've got to convince your partner, who in this case was Sharon, because they don't have online co-op, uh, to be able to press, you know, LT at exactly the right time. And the, the second to last boss, the SWAT guy, was kicking our ass, and we had to come back to it the next day. Uh, but, but in the end I basically finished it with uh, co-op which I consider to be a, a, again a different extra game but I haven't actually counted it in the 50 also pretty much got everything but two costumes and one achievement uh, in that game I tonied the shit out of thank. <laughs> I played and did everything in that game the only thing I haven't done is beaten it on hard mode which is fucking rock hard Dead Rising 2 K0 came out just about the time when I was desperate to finish her last couple (laughs) of games in the last few uh, days. Counts as a game. It's a complete, it's a separate story. It's it's got credits. There's achievements to get. There's, um, you know, a whole set time span for the game. Uh, great little piece. Cost 400 points. One of the best sellers on XBLA ever. Um, one of my favorites of this particular list. Really great. I've got Dead Rising 2 on the way from the, uh, (laughs) from SWAT game. So Capcom made a sale there, sort of
0: it's so number 50
2: I wanted oh, yeah. to just finish on a bang I wanted to just do this whole no, massive undertaking and, and like do this like incredible game that was insurmountable. So people go wow what one to finish on and then I thought fuck it Battlefield Bad Company 2 is just boring me so fuck it Metal Slug <laughs> 5 because I was I was playing Bad Company 2 and I was getting shot and I was getting killed and I had Halo Reach as well and I thought I'm not going to finish Halo Reach before midnight um, and I don't. I wasn't even sure I was going to feel be- finish Bad Company Two before midnight. It was nine o'clock and I was about halfway through the game. Now, conceivably, I could have finished it in that time. But if I would got into eleven fifty nine and I was on the last section and then I just died and I was still one game short because of Bad Company Two, well, <laughs> yeah, I think I'd have gone to Sweden.
0: It sounds like a, it. Sounds like a Dave Gorman sketch.
2: Yeah. yeah, so, uh, I, I thought, fuck it, I'll, I'll just do Metal Slug 5 instead. And with a few hours to spare, I finished Metal Slug 5 and it was a joy. And, uh, yeah, then just went and, and said, done it. Great. It was no, like, last minute, am I gonna do this? Oh my god, because I, I went for a sure bet, a, a safe bet. Because I, did, I had learned from Colossus, I did not want to put myself through terrible, nerve-wracking, time-sensitive stress. In this case, it really would have ruined me to get to the very end and then and, and fail and have to basically pull out Beatles Rock Band or Shank to a co-op and say, well, technically I did 50. <laughs> I didn't want to have to argue it, so I thought, no, a definite final win will do on this one.
0: Congratulations. So uh, let's, let's dig a little deeper. I mean, what did you actually get from this? I mean, so your initial challenge to yourself was just to complete games because it's something that you you're finding yourself not doing and clearly you managed to do that but did that satisfy you then and, and what, well, was that what you were looking for by the end of it
2: <laughs> I keep looking back on this pile of games that I didn't complete God of War 2 The Darkness Bionic Commando I, I still haven't even tried um, Oblivion it just there's always more games and while I feel a a sense of achievement and a sense of completion from getting these 50 um, I didn't play anywhere near as many of those games as I should have done and I I played the I went for the easy route and I played the main games instead because I didn't want to basically be forcing myself through and to be not enjoying it I wanted to wait till I had the right time and I could pace myself and I wasn't under pressure because it's the way to kill a game effectively
0: but this is the problem with any challenge you set yourself. And certainly a big challenge. I mean, if you're talking about a game a week, and that's, that's actually a big challenge. Mm. And maybe you hadn't necessarily thought that when you started it. But it's, it's odd that, I mean, I, I, looking down this list, actually, I think it's a fantastic list. Because it's a smattering of you know, next-gen titles, or current-gen titles that we really should start calling it now. But also you've gone back and, and played some of, the, some of the classics. And that's something, as a general, I don't do. I'm I'm always playing the new stuff that's always coming out and I think we have very different gaming styles anyway, but you know, looking down this list I kinda I I wanna do the Metal Slug trilogy, you know. I I That's I'm Septology. Th- I think
2: they're actually up to eleven now.
0: True. And okay, but you know, you get my meaning. Yeah. You know, there's there's a ton of games there that, you know I played a lot of them when I was younger, but a lot of these a lot of the stuff I just I look down this thing and say, no, actually I, my my gaming um what's the word? the variation of some of the games i play mm. is is actually quite lacking. And I think, you know, fair enough you missed an Oblivion, but for that you, you know, you've you played a, a bunch of, you know, an Aliens or the Knights of the Round Table or, you know, in many respects probably Willow is an interesting conversation to have outside of just mm. maybe p- putting the 60, 70 hours into something like Oblivion.
2: Oh, 70 hours. <laughs> I just don't have the time. Looking at this list, I'm amazed I found the time to, to do all of this. Um, I wish I'd finished Final Fantasy 13. I wish I'd picked up and finished, I I couldn't finish God of War 3 because I hadn't finished God of War 2. That was one of the games that I put at the very beginning, I will finish this. With God of War 2, I played it uh, two thirds through up to, um, just after Icarus uh, on the PlayStation 2 and then gave it back to you because I was borrowing it because I thought, I can't finish this. um, and then I, I bought it again on the, the HD version. I, I soldiered through again to the bit just before you faced the barbarian with the big big hammer. I say that, but have you actually fought through that game?
0: Uh, two. No, I haven't, I
2: haven't completed it. That's the thing. I, but I want to finish it. It was one of the reasons I started this, this challenge. But sometimes but but there's the nothing limit. that's going to make you finish a game.
0: But having the time limit kind of stops you from doing that
2: some of them yeah and it's, it also it stopped me from being more experimental if i'd thought like i want to play and finish one rts game this year that mm-hmm. would have been better because i'd actually would have played and finished an rts game i mean it would have been unusual but i think i might say that for later but um that that might be a, a, an extension of this challenge rather than just um uh, comfort zone. rather than yeah. just staying in your comfort zone and going like, what can I do within this parameter? Set myself a straightforward task of, um, okay, right, I have never played a football game. Play a football game. And properly play it. Take a little, how do you finish a football game, Charlie? <laughs> you take yeah. your league to the big league? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, technically you could, but yeah, I mean, that, that's a weird parameter of how do you finish a, a football game.
2: Well, you can stuff. finish an RTS relatively. I probably yeah. could have done Halo Wars or something. Just yeah, for the sake of it, it would have probably left me playing a few less main games and a few more games that were out outside of my comfort zone. And I think that that probably would have been better than just going for quantity.
0: Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I mean, I, I've looked down most of this list, and you know, apart from a lot of the main games, these are all games that I played to completion myself. <laughs> but. I mean, we're, we're different in our style. I play – I've said this time and time again. I get a game, I, I play it, and I Tell try it and it. play it until as much as I can get out of it. And I wonder whether my style of doing that, is, I, I enjoy it, and there's nothing wrong with that. But then, you know, it does – it then maybe prevents me from uh, stepping outside and trying a lot of other little stuff around mm-hmm. that. And that's something I've got to – this is why I've been saying, that, you know, I'm, this year I'm going to play uh, The Secret of Monkey Island. Just because I never have, and I feel like, you know, it's part of the gaming heritage, I've missed out, because, but, you know, I'm not a big fan of Point and Click Adventures, hmm. but, you know, am I? But just because, you know, at the face of it, it, it it's something I haven't really glue, uh, glued with in the past, you know, maybe this is something I need to do, so.
2: Well, there's no better place to start, frankly.
0: So, are you proud? Are you proud you've done the 50?
2: Yeah, I, I i'm glad i've gotten through it I've, I've learned a whole bunch of stuff i've got a list of things that i learned along the way which i might not have mentioned um okay so i now hate guitar hero ringo wasn't such a bad drummer uh, i learned if i'm if you're doing a challenge like this probably best not to rely on other people although it's good if you've got them there for example shank monkey island thanks sharon silver dollar games are pure evil some game developers just disappear uh i've I, was look, after playing Predator 2 I thought I looked back and thought now where did Arena go <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking through the credits and it's like, it was so quick and I was thinking well like 30 people made this game <laughs> so I mean, is it possible we could talk to some of them I mean it's, 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 some games you know the developers are Japanese I'm and have and like disappeared it. and you don't even know where they are because they aren't even logged it's, it's it's interesting, because it's like they're these sort of ghost games floating around, where no one can tell you honestly who made them. Um, or even owns the IP anymore as well. Uh, the, <laughs> the worst game on this list is Willow. The best game of the year is Mass Effect 2 at the moment. Uh, at the moment, still challenged somewhat by Red Dead Redemption, but I think the fact that I haven't managed to finish Red Dead throughout this 50 games thing... Uh, again, because Red Dead, like Just Cause 2 and uh, Crackdown 2, is such a huge, sprawling game that to see the end of it um, and also get the, f- the, the full shebang out of it scared me. So I almost felt like, well, I'll get 50 games out of the way and then I'll finish mm. them. Or then I'll just play them, in the case of the, the, the other two. Uh, best game on my list? Uh, I'm still going to go with Uncharted 2. Metal Slug is awesome. I recommend that next time you come round that we play a, a, a game, and I might, if you want, I can lend you the anthology. Um, I finally finished Monkey Islands one and two after nearly two decades of starting them. Try not to finish a game in a day; that's just stupid. Unless it's a main game, if it's a game that takes like eight or nine hours, don't play it for eight or nine hours straight. That's crazy. Um, main ports of arcade scrolling brawlers are my shameful friends. Streets of Rage two is the best of the above genre. I learned when to say a game was finished. That's basically like I said, credits roll it's done. I can move on. If you if, you know the extra content is like the the candy at the bottom of the jar. You're like, Yeah, I'll have some of that it's too. It's so
0: different in the way we play stuff. It's, yeah, it's well. funny.
2: <laughs> Streets of Rage three was absolute pants, that's probably why there's never been a Streets of Rage four. I need to change my clothes more. It wasn't until the end of the list that I was like, well, I've got to vary this. I, I want put on my American football jersey, uh, put on my hockey jersey, put on my Batman T-shirt, just to mix it up because I wear the same fucking black um, polo shirt way too much. Batman sh- robe for the win. Batman bathrobe for the win. I need to shave more as well. You know, the Van Dyke's fine, but don't let my face turn to shit like it is. Although it's, it's good and functional for showing how tired I was a lot, a lot of times. Um, and sometimes nothing will make you finish a game, God of War 2. Uh, my pile of shame is just a little bit shorter now, but it's actually growing by connection to these games. I'm like, oh, that was good. I, I wonder what else is like that. And I'm very pleased that I've played things that only about three other people have played this year, like Willow, the arcade game, like mm. Knights of the Round, Shock Troopers. Just a, a, a handful, maybe five games that I played that no one else played. That's, that's pretty good. But not, not really an achievement for me, a privilege a sense of being able to go back to the to gaming past and actually explore what I could not explore when I was a child. Uh, I, th- I think that's actually more just a case of uh, I'm, I'm almost humbled to be able to do it, as opposed to feeling, oh, yeah, I beat this game. All I had to do was keep hitting the same buttons over and over again.
0: You mentioned it in the show that you've got some statistics, and I am I would like to <laughs> I can only imagine what actually some of them are.
2: Okay, right. All of the games I played to completion, 17 were triple A. So that's about a third, frankly.
0: What's that's, your what's your basis for AAA? A?
2: Uh, as in, like a big uh, three, let's face it, three sixty game or PS3 game release that got press coverage and people talking about, and basically just a, a, a what I would consider to be a big release. Okay, if not, seventeen were big major releases. Two were music games. Two were role playing games. Nine were first or third person shooters, as in like Drake's Fortune. Bioshock 2 etc uh, 8 were side scrolling arcade shooters or platform shooters 10 were side scrolling arcade brawlers 3 were Mega Drive games 2 were quiz games 2 were absolute shite that I regret playing 4 were economy 5 were Sega 7 were Neo Geo 8 were Capcom 2 were Playstation 2 2 were platform exclusive on the PS3 very specifically platform exclusive uh, 6 were on the Wii Neo Geo compilations Eight were played using MAME. Fourteen were on XBLA. Eighteen were on the Xbox 360. So most of you will be wondering, what's that done to the graph? To which I can reply, what graph? There is no graph. I haven't made one. You wouldn't be able to, unch- you wouldn't be able to chart it. You just might as well put up a bunch of fox heads on sticks. Um, what I can do is briefly work out, if we take a little bit of a break, how many hours I spent on this.
0: Oh, God. Oh, God. Don't do that. You're gonna freak us out.
2: Let me have a look. Right, so let's have a, let's have some music.
3: Wolverine in the twenty-first century, feeble mutants led by Magneto to destroy the world. Humans can do
1: nothing against the power of the evil mutants. The only hope is to excellent. Go and save the city.
2: Right, so I've got the times and it's all in. Just over 209 hours approximately were spent on this 50 games of 50 weeks. Now, 145 of them were for the first 25, 26 games. Uh, and then the next 25 only took about 65 hours. So around about the middle of the year, I had just gone, fuck it, this is too much. At the same time... Nothing was coming out, really. Yeah, actually, I'd say that that the that's the, it, yeah, it, the, I played all the, the big games already and I didn't have much to work with. I had lots of Summer of Arcade things and lots of MAME left, but the fewer big titles were coming out at that point. I spent a lot of time on Red Dead but didn't finish it.
0: So that's basically nine days. Then.
2: Yeah, so, straight. Like that does sound like something of an achievement when you put it like that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't think anyone should ever really count the amount of time they put into their hobby, such as gaming.
2: Mm. Unfortunately with Warcraft, you can actually have a computer tell you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work out so well in people's lives. Mm. So, ultimately after all that, you're proud of what you've done, it's taken a lot of time. I think you've you learned, certainly to complete games now because that was something that you weren't doing uh, this time last year you were very much just a a dip in and uh, kind of completed it. I haven't
2: learned. It's more that I've managed to discipline myself to basically completing games as a rule. So, would you... (laughs) Although it didn't work with Bad Company 2. I went, fuck it, it's not worth it. I don't want to just keep playing this game and get cheesed off with FPS shooters. I'm playing Reach at the moment. I want to enjoy them.
0: I think that's, that's a learn for it. That's a lesson for anyone surely mm. though. It's it's not necessary to force yourself and complete stuff that you're not enjoying. You shouldn't have to do that. But it you know I've seen too many tweets from people saying, Oh, I'm loving this game and then next week you see, oh, I haven't got time for this game, I'm on to the new game. Yeah. And it's it's good to just kind of bring yourself down and actually play some things to the end. So I mean would you do it again?
2: I think I, I wouldn't do this exact thing again. It would drive me nuts. I am going to continue taking a little photograph of myself every time I finish a game because it's nice to be able to collect them and go, look, yeah. these are actual, like, it's like a, a mini achievement system of my own. Um, like, click, achievement unlocked. Um, but uh, I think, like I said earlier, if, if I was going to do it again, I would just go, look, this year I want to complete an RTS game. I want to complete, uh, like, take a team through a sports sim game, even if I don't finish it. But like actually really try uh, and just basically just pick five or six things to do throughout the year that will not too much interfere with me. Maybe aren't even all that time sensitive. And um, but, you know, time sensitive makes you do it. Basically, as, as, as horrible as it is to be under the pressure, if you don't have something saying fucking finish God of War two, you won't do it.
0: It's an interesting one because upon you starting this and completing it, I thought, well, maybe I should take up the mantle myself and do something for, you know, for the, for the next year mm. to kind of continue the trend. And you know, obviously, I'm I'm really into achievements, and I thought, what what a better way than do that? Maybe you know, I mean, at this point, I'm standard. I'll be round about 150k, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, you know what, I could do 200 by this time next year. Yeah. That would be a challenge. Why not hit that too? But then. Reality setting a bit like you and, and I thought well, hang on well, that's a thousand points a week That's a full <laughs> That's not just game finishing
2: game. a game a week. That's so much more than what I've been doing and then, that's yeah, and dependent then that's, on it being an Xbox stand game, game dependent on you getting everything in it
0: Yeah, and then that's against what I previously said about achievements where it's a personal goal and you know, I don't just Go to bad games to complete them just to get a thousand points, and that's what I would end up doing. So I quickly realised that that would be a ridiculous thing to do, mm. and that I well probably should because I'd end up just hating what I've fallen in love with. Mm. So yeah, I think personally I've set my own personal game go- goal of okay, I'd like to you know one hundred seventy-five thousand by the end of you know by this time next year, and, and why not? But and that's more attainable. But yeah, I think you have to be very careful setting yourselves these strict high limit goals. Um, just because, you know, it, ultimately it, it's a, a fun element. But I think what I've learnt from your challenge is that I, do, I need to vary up what I'm playing a bit more. I mean, I, I still play a lot of different games, I play lots of different genres, but I, I need to kind of wander outside of just doing PS3 and, and 360 and, and maybe embrace the Wii a little bit more, maybe embrace, and certainly embrace MAME a lot more, certainly embrace the PC a lot more. That's something I, I've really become quite mm-hmm. lax at doing. Mm. so I, th- I think looking down that list yeah there's definitely room for me to change some of my gaming style um maybe we should both set ourselves challenged just just to complete games that would be slightly unusual to us mm. yeah we've had we've had this conversation about you know going and complete rts ultimately that if you don't enjoy a genre of game, you shouldn't be forced to have played it uh,
2: just to say you have um, hey maybe i could play plants versus zombies it's a, a nice it's a tower defense really game I've never really played one of them but PopCap make it yummy but at the same time that's not really an achievement oh you played and enjoyed a PopCap game well done about South Park yeah. tower defense isn't that not good it's meant to be okay okay I'll go and download it now actually that's good, good
0: thinking well maybe maybe people listening would, would have some suggestions for us of what maybe the challenge. Yeah. yeah
2: should have. yeah Okay, we'll start a thread, basically um, saying, what should this year's challenge be? Maybe it could be a different challenge for me and a different challenge for Tony, because we've got different gaming styles, we've got different schedules, uh, and we obviously want different things out of how we play, but I think something that pushes us both out of our comfort zones would be interesting for the next year, maybe, Mm. but not on too much of an occasion. Maybe just something that, like, maybe every now and then we do something different, like uh, this week, why not have a lasagna? <laughs> Why is that different? Well, for me it is. I never eat lasagna. Yeah, you should. It's lovely.
0: <laughs> Maybe we should do a food podcast. We should.
2: So, so what's what do you like in a really good shepherd's pie? Shepherds. <laughs> Ultimately, I recommend doing something like this. To other people i wouldn't recommend doing exactly this for everybody it's it's definitely not something that you you know it you everyone has the time for or the inclination for but i do always recommend challenging yourself and, and being able to hit goals you get a sense of accomplishment and forward motion and you've got to give yourself something to do during the summer this summer nearly fucking killed me
0: for both us yeah
2: it's oh so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get something prepared for next summer and go, right, next summer, and I'll have like six games that I've never played, and I'm going to play these games, but I'm going to save them for the summer.
0: It was a ridiculous state of affairs because we both were really down. After E3, we both just said, I, I don't want to play games. Where the hell is this industry going in, blah, blah. We, we've talked about it many times before, but really what we should have both done at that point is just maybe – done a show on a real classic game that neither of us have played, not necessarily <laughs> Shadow of a Colossus, but something of similar that we've... You know, I was just thinking maybe the Shadow of Colossus not that, that could oh. so badly, but you know maybe that's what we should be doing. Instead of always searching for the new title, go back and just look for one of these old classics that we haven't actually
2: experienced before. Well, hell, yeah, I'm behind that. I'll, I'll do yeah. that. So, to close out, I we will mention one more time, next week we are having Film Night using XBLA and the Zune Marketplace. I have suggested Kick-Ass because I haven't seen it. I'd like to see it, and you can't actually rent it using Love Film. Um, So it basically kills many birds with one stone. Plus it looks like an absolute laugh to watch with friends. So uh, that's my suggestion. Whether it's, you know, everyone wants to spring for the HD or the SD version, I'll leave that up to you guys. But for God's sake, jump onto the forum. I haven't had a single reply to this, and at the moment it's going to be me sitting on my own Watching Kick-Ass last to myself. I'll be sitting there
0: with Are you what? I, no, I, I haven't seen Kickass
2: even. Awesome. Know. So me and Tony are watching Kickass next week. We need at least yes, six. For you guys. We need at <laughs> least six other people to watch it. Uh, if we get more than six, that would be good because that way we can have two parties. There's been some quite a lot of Reach meetups recently. We're having one probably as you're listening to this right now. So if you if you're listening on the Friday night, jump on. We're probably there. Um, if you've already if it's Saturday morning or, or later then uh, you missed it but we're going to be playing Reach a lot in the next couple of weeks it's, yeah. it's great multiplayer
0: chances are if you pop onto the forum just ask anyone fancy a game of Reach yeah. there's going to be some sort of gaming night
2: there's a, there's a thread play, want to play Reach tonight which I actually just put in to get people to play Reach that night but it has been quite popular for getting Reach played then yeah. <laughs> consecutive um, nights and uh, I think we're going to talk about that next week
0: yeah to give some context we're, we're going to be talking about Reach next week and we're going to be talking about PlayStation move next week as well. Mm. Um, we're, we're just going to talk about our experiences with it. It's a big game, and it's, it's the same as uh, any big game that's going to come out the rest of the year. That the idea of the the off week show is just to give us a bit of time to talk about this stuff and not necessarily hit the you know the topics such as fifty games and fifty weeks. So uh, next week is going to be somewhat of a, a relaxed show, and you know, our first impression is a move, and you know.
2: Yeah, I'm getting, I'm going to finally year. hopefully get to play PlayStation Move, which Tony's been playing for a couple of days. He's yeah. been quite, uh, vocal about it on the forums, but, uh, we're going to actually be able to talk about it on the podcast. Sony Move and even 3D. The other thing we've got to say, we're doing the 50 greatest games characters as voted for by you, the community. Uh, we've currently got 14 sound bites for the 50 characters. We need 50 minimum minimum i'd like at least two on every one but uh you know i'll take what i can get the list is on the forums if you want to record us a little snippet of you talking about why you like this character or why you hate this character even uh then then just send that to us or if you want to meet us on skype we can chat with you then and you can tell us yourself but we need 50 and i'm gonna be like valve on this one it's not fucking coming out till it's ready
0: (laughs) you're gonna be bugging people
2: yeah so if you, if it's not done, we'll just do nothing that week. Or we'll just come and turn up and we'll play Reach Online, like you say. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up for that. A nice lazy week. But in the meantime, it is probably going to be the most Herculean task of editing I have ever undertaken with at least 200 sound files estimated at the moment that I'm going to have to basically cobble together for this thing. It's possibly going to have to come out in two sections, two different shows, maybe even lasting four hours. It's going to comprise more guests than we've ever had on before. It's going to be bigger than Independence. It's going to be bigger than the Zelda cast. It is going to span 50 different characters, if not 50 different games. And it's going to be fucking phenomenal. I promise. But we need your input, guys. Otherwise, it's nothing.
0: Yeah. Otherwise, none of that will actually happen.
2: Yeah.
0: So that's that's a, no, I mean, seriously, that, that's, a, that's a call out because we have a lot of the same voices on the cast each and every week, which is, which is great. I mean, we wouldn't want to change that for the world. Mm-hmm. But for the people that haven't actually contacted us yet, we've got, got a few this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, new people lending our vo- their voices for the first time. This is a community cast. Jump on Because down that list, there's bound to be somebody that you feel like, I can't believe they haven't spoken about that. Because, you know, there's a number. If they're in black, they're in bold, aren't they? Hmm. So if they're, if they're being spoken about, they're in bold. But there's, there's a lot of That doesn't of names mean you
2: can't them. speak about them. But there's if no- they're not in bold, then for God's sake, take them.
0: There's a lot of names in there. So we'd love to see a few
2: new, uh, a few new faces jumping mm-hmm. on and just talking about those games. Well, well. we've already got at least one exotic yeah. voice on there. Astrum turned up and uh, sent us two files, one on Cloud Strife, one on Sonic. And she's from Slovenia, so uh, she's got this wonderful mm-hmm. kind of uh, sort of – she sounds like Sniper Wolf. And she's got this fantastic voice which we've never heard on the podcast before, so we want that. We want this truly world-spanning podcast. We've already got Australian voices, Slovenian voices, we want American voices, we want British voices, we want all kinds of people from our community to turn up.
0: So, so what's the deadline on this then?
2: When it's fucking ready, but I'd like it to be in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, because I, well, I, I'm I telling everyone, everyone by next up. Wednesday because the quicker I get the sound files in the better it's going to be the more time I'll have to actually edit it together you know, uh, believe it or not it's quite difficult to organise shows on the fly and one last thing before we go if you want to see a photo montage of me next to the end credits of every one of these 50 games simply look up 50 Games of 50 Weeks on YouTube So that's all from us this week
0: I've been Tony Atkins
2: I've been Alex Shaw Happy Trails So I think that's it from us this week.
0: Hey, I'm going to close out the show, do? Okay, go for it. Sorry. <laughs> and that's it from us this... Oh, fucking hell. There we go. It's not difficult. <laughs>
2: it's because we're tired. So it's not easy. I couldn't even say the right word there.
0: <laughs> and that's it for us this week. Um... Oh, <laughs> I-, I-, I listen to this every week and I just thought... Uh, uh, right.
2: It sounds easy, doesn't it? But.
0: And that is all for us this week. I have been Tony Atkins.
2: I have been Alex Shaw. What did we say at the end? See you next week. Happy trails. We say that every week,
0: don't we? Yes. Okay. I whisper. I don't know. They can hear us. They can't. (laughs) You... You don't. Don't put this in. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. This is from...
2: Break this... They're not going to go away until you say it. They will. No, they won't. They'll get tired. They'll turn off But they'll keep listening. Don't think something incredibly funny's gonna happen.
0: Never on our show. <laughs> it doesn't happen.
2: I'm so tired, folks. <laughs> I've been awake for seventy eight hours.
0: And we are ghost.
2: We're not we've been sitting there for like two years.
0: <laughs> but wouldn't it be great if we did?
2: Yeah. Are they are they saying it anymore?
0: Yeah they no they're not. They're
2: not? Oh uh, we can confirmed and we are ghost. It's not a bad one. Ah. Uh, I can't, I've I'm, I'm, I'm literally just gone blank. That's it. So that's all from us this week.
0: So that's all from us this week. I've been Tony Atkins. I've been Alex Shaw. Happy Trails.
2: I'll do.
0: There you go. <laughs> hey, little girl. Did you want to know a secret? Because I
3: know one and it is so good to hear it. You want to know what it shows? All right, I'll tell you what it was. I know how to count all the way to 55. And I will tell you how to do it faster than you can say poopty poopty pants." You ready to hear it, baby?
0: All right. Schwann, two... Two and half Seven
3: 14, 15, 21, 27 27 37 What you say? Shiggy-dee-swold shiggy dee Shiggy-dee-swold shiggy 5
2: shiggy dee shiggy dee Fifty-five. shiggy shiggy
3: 5 Girlfriend's age shiggy My IQ Fifty-five. You must pay. Five plus five is 505050
1: 55 My IQ is 55 Come on girl,
3: when you add 5 plus 5 Come on girl, 55, do that 55 Come on girl, come on girl, shake your butt UX 55, 55, now let's do the stick, come on shake it, shake
1: the shake Shifty shake
3: shake it, Shifty